0: Welcome to Ambitious AF. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and every week I'll be delivering either a guest speaker or topic related to being ambitious AF and not letting anything stand in your way. After my mom died, I hit rock bottom. Bad breakup, afraid I couldn't afford my house, and stuck in an unfulfilling 9-to-5 job. Months and months went by before I looked at myself in the mirror and told myself I needed to change. I deserved more. So I got help, read a lot of business books, and launched my company. Now I own a multi-six-figure agency, quit the nine-to-five grind, moved 3,000 miles away from home, and started a new life that I'm completely obsessed with. Being ambitious means putting your needs first and going after anything that will help you get the success you deserve. Success doesn't just mean money, success in happiness, health, income, love, and life. I know these episodes will encourage you to go after your dreams and create a life you are obsessed with. I'm here for it, and I hope you are too. Welcome to Ambitious AF. Here we go. Everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Ambitious AF. Let's just dive right into it. But before I tell you the title of today or what we are discussing, I just wanted to quickly remind you all that I do read. All of the reviews that you leave on this podcast. So if you could hurry over to Apple Podcast and leave a rating and review, uh, let me know what you think. I recently ran a giveaway and we will be announcing the winner soon to that giveaway. Um, so there's still a little bit of time to squeeze in if you want to leave a review this week. Write the episode or the podcast. Let me know what you think because otherwise, I don't know what to talk about if I don't hear from you all. Plus, it does help me reach tons of people to help change their lives their business or what have you so it does mean a lot to me if you could just simply write and review it doesn't cost anything and it takes to about two seconds so that's that today I want to talk about something kind of fun and definitely a little bit more business related and that is how to set expectations right set expectations and hold yourself accountable. So this is super 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 important as a business owner and Definitely something that I've learned along the way of owning a business. You know, everyone starts off maybe not the best at this. Um, and I think the more and more you kind of step into that CEO role as being the business owner, um, the more you know, you're know you able to hold yourself accountable and set good expectations for yourself and your team, right? So let's first talk about expectations um, because they're going to really change almost every single day. But it goes back a little bit to one of my past episodes, I kind of talked about my goals, right and how I set goals. And it's a little bit similar to expectations. But I think the biggest thing you know, is when you are looking at the overview of your company, and your offers and what you want your company to make how many people you want on your team, how many clients you want to bring in, right? How many people you want to impact. Then you start to set expectations in order to hit those goals, right? Or these, this big vision. And I think having expectations, I mean, really you're having expectations almost every single day, right? But I think you also can kind of look at a bigger picture and think, what are my monthly expectations? What, are my yearly expectations and then you can break that down a little bit more into what are my daily expectations and the reason why this is important especially as the business owner is because without expectations how do you have things to hold yourself accountable for right so without these expectations of you know i expect to make six hundred thousand dollars in my business this year i expect to hire three new team members I expect to help 150 female entrepreneurs. I expect to automate my system more so I could free up more of my time. I expect to delegate more so I could free up my time. I expect to profit 10K a month so you know I have full abundance and financial freedom so I can travel and do things that I want to be doing. So these expectations, they kind of vary, right? It's personal expectations as well as business expectations. But they're still all tying in together because you're the CEO. You're the person that is pretty much fronting all of these expectations and making them a reality. And um, I think the biggest thing of why I wanted to talk to this about uh, why I wanted to talk to you all about this today is because my business is growing quite a lot. And we're hiring different team members. And each new hire, I obviously have different expectations for them. Right. So a marketing associate, I have different expectations for her than I would my account manager and I have just different expectations for her than I would my developer. Right. But all of these expectations that I give them, they all lead to, you know, growing the business. Growing the business, getting more clients, creating more happy clients, right? Customer service is definitely number one. So making sure that we are, yes, growing the business, but I don't want to grow so fast that our customer service lacks because I see that quite a lot. And so when I present these things to new employees, you know, then comes the accountability aspect especially when you're onboarding whether that's new clients or new employees. You know that first couple of weeks onboarding is really really important. It's a big like hit or miss between happy versus disappointed whether, you know, that's onboarding a new employee or onboarding boarding a client. Unfortunately, with a client, they could, you know, discontinue with you. An employee, it'll probably take them a little bit of time to want to quit their job. But holding yourself accountable is really big and remembering to hold yourself accountable, right? So all the time I have calls with either clients and or my employees and I set these expectations. I give recap emails. Here are tasks you need to do. Here are tasks that I need to do. If I don't hold myself accountable, that next call I have with them, it's going to look really, really, or it's going to feel really weird and it's going to look really unprofessional, right? Right? Because here I am. I'm all organized. I'm setting all these expectations. This is for you to do. This is for me to do. This is what we expect to see in the next two weeks before our next call or by the time we speak to each other. And then I show up to the call and my client or my employees like, oh, well, did you get done what you said you were going to get done, right? So that's why it's important to hold yourself accountable. So you can't set too big of expectations. You can't make too big of a to-do list because you're not ever going to get through it. And when you don't get through your to-do list or when you don't hit specific goals, KPIs, um, ROIs, um, sales, like anything like that, client success, the more often you're not hitting these, the more you're going to feel and the faster you'll feel pretty bad about yourself, right? You know, you, you get disheveled and concerned and confused. But in reality, it's you're setting way too big expectations in the beginning. So I think it's really important to just own in on what is the number one or I'm a big three to four bullet person, Max, right? Which if you're one of those persons, people, then you're probably laughing right now. So I'm what, like three or four bullets, right? What are the expectations before next call? And I do this for all my employees and for all of my clients. I say, you know, thanks for a great call. Here are action items. And this is what you can expect by the time we talk. But I don't send a huge list of 10 items, right? I split those extra ones into future projects, right? So these are things that we want to be discussing or that I could work on if I have time to right? but I don't set that as the expectation because then the person receiving this will obviously hold you accountable for your actions because people are really good at holding others accountable for their actions and not as good as holding themselves accountable. So you don't want to say, you know, I'm going to do this and 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 under deliver, right? It's so much better to keep three or four bullet points and over deliver, you know? Oh, actually we had a great week. So I was able to sneak this in. So we're ahead of schedule right? That is so much better than Oh, oh, sorry, I had too many calls. I had too many trainings. Oh, my life is way too unorganized. I did not get half of this list done. It's so much better to over deliver obviously than under deliver, especially those first two to three weeks when you're working with either a new employee or a new client, because it's still in the same boat, right? You need to impress and you also need to just show that confidence that you know, they made the right decision to be working with you. And Okay, so that's like the expectations and accountability and stuff. But some tips to better hold yourself accountable is obviously not setting too many expectations. That's number one. Um, And then number two is just kind of coming back to your day-to-day life, right? What are you doing today that you could be doing or that you shouldn't really be doing, right? So for example, today is Tuesday when I'm recording this podcast, and we just got a spring winter storm, which I'm super stoked about. And I originally had my day completely blocked off because I was going to go snowboarding, right? That was my expectation. However, after talking to some clients yesterday and this morning, I realized accountability, I need to be more accountable, right? I need to hold myself accountable, not be more accountable, but hold myself accountable, get some work done today. And then depending on how much work I can get done today, then I can go snowboard tomorrow or Thursday, right? That is really stepping into that CEO mindset. Um, And it's not letting the business work you, right? It's not that my business is completely controlling me. It's the fact that I want and need to please my clients. So if I'm looking at my to do list, and it's kind of catching up to quite a lot of tasks, then respectfully, I need to not go and snowboard all day and not work, right? I need to kind of own that power of, yes, I have this business. Yes, I have employees that I can delegate a lot of tasks to. But I also need to work, right? And that entrepreneurial lifestyle. I know you see a lot of people just traveling, taking pictures, doing this or that. And it seems like they're not working. And maybe they're not working. Who knows? I don't know their work you know, schedule or how they manage <laughs> tasks, but I will say I have seen businesses grow too fast and I have seen the CEOs enjoy that entrepreneurial lifestyle a little bit too much and then all of a sudden, you know what creeps in? Lack of customer service, right? So the client success starts to fail, you get a lot of unhappy clients and you're mainly because you're not paying attention to the process of what's going on in your business, but all of those unhappy clients, obviously, then you don't have good referrals. You don't have good testimonial testimonials. Word starts getting out that you're not the professional that you once were. And that's really falls to you, right? Not holding yourself accountable for all the expectations haha, that you've set, right? Because selling and growing your business, it's all just setting expectations in a a manner that makes sense to people so that they can understand, they sign up. But then you have to hold yourself accountable, right? You have to follow through with what you're saying. Um, And I, yeah, I've definitely, I've known people who have lost, you know, hundreds of thousands or million dollar companies because they just grew way too fast, set way too high expectations, and then lack accountability, right? Because they're too busy either enjoying the entrepreneur lifestyle or they're too busy hiring because they you know blew up so quickly they didn't have the team to help them even though they kind of pitched that they did (laughs) And they're in that little bit of like crazy mode of oh my goodness. What am I going to do? I'm working all the time. I also need to hire how am I going to hold myself accountable? How am I going to get things done right and it just becomes like this chaotic mess, so it's really really important to set these expectations for yourself for your employees just in business in general for your clients as well. Uh, One other thing that I've learned probably the biggest one that I've learned actually with expectations is when you set these guidelines, especially for clients, because um, clients tend to want to kind of walk all over you, right? Because they paid for your service. So they think that no matter what they're paying for the service. So you need to go be above and beyond and you do. However, depending on the contract and or the project that they signed up for that does not mean that you have to do extra things without taking more or asking for more money, right. So when you set expectations of you know, this is what it's going to look like this week and this is what we're going to be getting done by the time we talk in two weeks and they come back to you and say, oh, that's awesome. Well, if you have time, can you review this video and edit it right. And that was not part of the original plan, then you politely come back to them and say, Yes, you know, I can delegate this um, to my video editor, be happy to do so. However, it's an additional $500 or whatever that looks like, right? And that type of communication will really prove you as an authoritative figure, right? Because when you're working with clients, you know, there's a difference between hiring people to help you grow and hiring in-house employees, right? And a lot of people, I feel like they think, you know, no matter how much money I'm spending, they treat everyone pretty similarly to you are an employee of me, right? Because I'm paying for your service, but that's not really the case, right? When you're paying for a marketing agency, a consultant, um, if you're paying for a course uh, mastermind, uh, whatever that looks like, those people behind the screen who own those companies they are not your employees right they they are giving you something that will help you ideally <laughs> succeed in what you're lacking but they're not employees of you so they're going to set expectations and they're going to you know hold you and their team accountable but you are not responsible for them and their actions like you are an employee, right? Because an employee comes on and they're working directly for your business and your business only. So you are that figure, that CEO that is holding them accountable and setting expectations for them, right? And setting tasks and goals and stuff like that. So I think, you know, coming and into this industry and starting this business and having as many clients as we've had, obviously my maturity and confidence as well as that authoritativeness has definitely matured um, and increased, I guess is the word I'm trying to use, um, throughout the three years of owning this business, right? Because before it was, you know, you're new, you're trying to get clients, every time you get one, it's super, super exciting. Um, and you feel like, Because, you know, you've gotten a new client, you have to do everything for them versus now every new client we get is still just as exciting as the first one in three years ago. However, I'm very particular with this is what we're covering and these are the expectations. And if you do want additional things, we can do them. However, it is an additional cost, right? Like you're not going to get everything from me just because you paid X amount. So that's. One of the biggest things I've definitely learned and improved on in my three years of business. But expectations and just holding yourself accountable. Obviously, this podcast is specific to if you are a business owner. But, you know, you can kind of reverse this and say, you know, how can I use the this advice from Caroline to be a better employee, right? If you are employed and you have um, a nine to five type of job or just a job in general. And, you know, how can I set my own expectations outside of what my employer is asking? How can I set more expectations to perform better, right? And really stand out. And then of course, how do I hold myself accountable? And then the other way of of thinking is just life in general, right? Especially if you're lacking, or you feel like, things are disheveled or um, you know you're always on the goal. how can i set expectations for myself so that i can enjoy life a little bit more right <laughs> that's a big one how can you how can you set expectations for yourself so that you can enjoy life better you can you know set the that pause button and you you you, you don't have to feel like you're on the go 24/7 you know setting expectations it really like Setting expectations and then holding yourself accountable to those can really make a huge difference in life and business, right? Whether you're owning your business, you're employed, and then just life in general. So I encourage you to just kind of take this episode and, um, yeah, learn from it, set some expectations and figure out the best method for you to hold yourself accountable so that you can do more, so you can reach more, so that you can create that success that you know you deserve and desire. All right, my friends, I think that is it for today. I hope you like this episode. I will talk to you all next week. And in the meantime, keep being ambitious AF. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories or leave a review. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.